True to our tradition of always breaking new ground, welcome to our first ever It's Not Just About the Grass session of All Stars of Turf, presented by Foley and Air2G2. I'm Peter McCormick. Today, we're recognizing the inimitable duo of Scott Dodson, CGCS of the Park Country Club of Buffalo, New York, and John Taylor, property manager of Grant Niagara Golf Club near uh, Niagara Falls, Ontario. Welcome, fellas. Thank you. So it's not simply for their illustrious careers as superintendents that we're recognizing them with such an honor. They are perhaps best known among many as the founders and orchestrators of the Golf Course Hockey Challenge, a tournament among hockey-playing superintendents, assistants, and vendors that enjoyed a 25-plus year run in the Niagara region since the mid-90s. In fact, the three requirements for inclusion on one of the, or in this tournament were, number one, work in the golf industry, the golf turf industry, two, play hockey, three, drink beer, <laughs> and not necessarily in that order. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so, so we at TurfNet had the pleasure of fielding a team in the Hockey Challenge for 22 of those years. What began as a whim ended up creating lasting friendships and became a highlight of a long winter for our team, at least. I'd describe the event as 48 hours of the most intense male bonding you could have without getting kinky. <laughs> Now, I could tell stories all day long about the characters and shenanigans that went on over that time, but I'll pass the mic. Remember, when I get a microphone, I'm dangerous. We know. I'll yeah. pass the mic to Scott or JT to tell us about how the event got started. You want me to start with that one, JT? Because it actually started here at the Park Club, right? Yes. Uh, go ahead, Scotty. Take her away. Well, we were... Uh... My first year, my first season here was, oh, goodness gracious, 1993. How's that? So I guess I'm into my 30th year. Um, JT and myself were uh, playing golf, and we uh, we had this regular foursome. Uh, the, the other two gentlemen are retired now. Everybody knows them, uh, John Piccolo and Billy Gloshan. And we uh, had a summer game lined up at the park club, and we were, uh, we, we were actually up on our – terrace patio back patio after the game and uh we were actually actually having a beer believe it or not after the having game. a beverage and um you know i don't know john you know we just uh obviously we're just talking about a variety of things and hockey came up and you know we, we we've always enjoyed the social end of all the things that you know in, in within the golf industry and we were always talking about different you know, what can we do differently and what are some of the other activities we can do other than just always like meeting and education, which nothing wrong with that, but you got to have a little fun in life. Right. So I guess kind of make a long story short within, within about five minutes uh, with JT's help, we had a, on a, on a park club cocktail napkin, we had a four team hockey tournament planned out and that's exactly how it started. <laughs> now you're, you're Scott, you're Canadian, correct? Correct. Yeah. Just to set the set the framework. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So JT, where did it? Uh, how did it evolve from that? Well, um, as Scott said, we uh, we laid things out. Um, uh, a four team event for the first year. Um, I had uh, uh, was uh, was renting ice in uh, Jordan, Ontario. Um, for some uh, for a pickup league, so I had a, a contact there. Um, went to them and said, "Hey, we need the uh, we need the ice for uh, for a day. We were going to do a one day event." Um, so got that set up. Talked to some uh, industry people. Scotty took care of the New York side. We decided we would try and get a team from Niagara uh, that first year, a team from Toronto, and uh, and it was turned out the. The third or fourth team uh, was from uh, the Kitchener area. Um, so made a few calls, uh, just basically uh, lined up a couple of guys who I know uh, took the initiative, like uh, Scott and I, said, hey, this is what we're thinking of, guys. Do you think uh, we can make this work? 
Um, so we had, uh, you know, we had a few guys on board and all of a sudden, uh, before we knew it, uh, plans fell into place. We secured a date. We, uh, we, the, that first year we, uh, as I said, we played, uh, I think we played four games each that day. Four teams played four games each. They were 40 minute games. We started at eight o'clock in the morning. And, um, uh, by the end of the day, we were all done. We had pizza and we were done in many respects, (laughs) four games in one day. Yeah. Um, we had pizza and wings donated. We had, uh, I remember I had to go out and get a liquor license because that's what we had to do in uh, Canada to serve alcohol. Uh, went to our uh, local beer store, got 22 cases of beer, put them in the back of my pickup truck. And, uh, uh, as fate would have it that, uh, that first day, um, Many, many years ago, uh, we had one heck of a freezing rainstorm on the uh, on the day of the event. Uh, I got to the rink about, uh, I forget, 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. The New York bus rolled in right behind me. And uh, by 7.30, the parking lot was full. I said, Scotty, you know what? I think this might just work. <laughs> if all these guys can get here in an ice storm. Uh, we may have something here. So that was the uh, the first ever event. No, you you <laughs> transitioned to uh, Niagara University, didn't you, at some point? Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, I think we did, we did, what, two, two, three years in Jordan. And yeah. then, um, the event started to grow a little bit. We, uh, we had more teams get interested. So um, Scott had some contacts at Niagara University in uh, Niagara Falls, New York. And uh, we ended up there for what a year or two, 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 I think, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard, hard to recall the. Uh, <laughs> some some details are getting a little fuzzy. The memories are the memories are fuzzy. And then we went to Fort Erie from there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, uh, our involvement, and again, I could tell stories all day long, but I'll, I'll throw little snippets in there. Our involvement started when Scott called me. I, I think it was a phone call. might have been an email, but said, hey, look, we've got this um, this tournament going on in Western New York. Do you think you could help us with some publicity? Being the turf net guy, of course. So I said, well, I'm an old hockey guy, so why don't I try to put a team together. So I raised it up the flagpole. And and this was probably in November, maybe December, I don't know, something like that for an end of January event. And we ended up getting, I think, 18 guys the first year um, from seven different states, plus Ontario. And the interesting thing was very few of them knew each other at all. Now, one of the funny little anecdotes was when I arrived at the the Holiday Inn in Fort Erie, where we had a lot of fun over the years. <laughs> I go down to the the uh, end of the the um, the hallway on the second floor, and I'm wafting through some odors coming out of the rooms and stuff. And and the guys started the guys on our team started coming out. And I'm introducing myself, blah, blah. And I've got this duffel bag where I start pulling these jerseys and stuff out. And uh, I typically don't mess around. Uh, If I'm going to do something, I try to do it first class. So I had custom jerseys, everybody's names and all this stuff. And I think prior to that, it was pennies and and skate rag type stuff, you know, pretty much. But in any case... I think it was Ken DeBusher, who was with the uh, Michigan team at the time. He comes down the hallway and he's looking around and I'm pulling these things out of here. And he says, hmm, you got some sponsorship money, huh? And I didn't know him from Adam at the time, but he's a good guy. I think I might have given him a crotch grab or I I grabbed my wallet. I said, yeah, here's your sponsorship money right here. (laughs) but uh, but but that was the st- the start of it for that. It uh, 
was one of the caveats to that too, Peter, when we when we made that switch to Fort Erie when you guys were coming on. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I think part of the deal was JT had to join Turfnet or you wouldn't come. I think was did that have something to do with it? We it couldn't we, have. I thought we had have, a because we, like we would have missed point. the first ten years or so yeah. of participation there. <laughs> okay, so that was that was another side deal somewhere else along the way. Yeah. Probably <laughs> there there was a lot of side deals met, uh, made uh, uh, usually very late on Tuesday evenings. <laughs> there was a lot of side deals, but you know, just like you, you thought that maybe you'd stumbled onto something. Uh, that first trip, we had some guys. We had. Some some guys come from the Philadelphia area. I brought some guys from New Jersey. We had some guys from Vermont, some from Massachusetts. And there were three or four guys that came up from the D.C. area. And one of them, for whatever reason, missed connecting with the other guys so they could ride together. Well, I figured, all right, they're, you know, he's just going to turn around and go home. Uh-uh. He, he got on the road and drove all the way to Fort Erie <laughs> by himself. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, but, uh, well, he's a hockey player. He's a hockey <laughs> player, you know. And it just um, that was just part of the how this thing became such a thing. Didn't you have I, somebody from California at one point? Well, we had two guys came out. Um, uh, Tom Bastis. Thomas Bastis and Scott Bauer came out from California. We had one of the tie crop guys flew out from uh, Vancouver. We've had guys from Colorado. Yeah. Um, we had a Chicago team for what a year yeah. or two. They were yeah. at Niagara. I think their first the Chicago team was their their first year was in uh, at Niagara. Yeah, yeah. And we had uh, we had a Quebec team one or two mm -hmm. years. In there, I got a story about that Quebec team. I can tell you. <laughs> so we're we're playing them, okay? And they came in in the bus. I think the bus ran the whole time. They didn't never turn it off. I was, I think they were afraid that they'd never get it started again. But in any case, so one of the guys on their team and one of our guys, Steve Rudich, are going around behind the net, and somehow or another they collided. And this guy ended up breaking his ankle. Oh yeah, the guy on the Quebec team. You might remember that. Yeah, was Alain or something like that. Yeah. So we all felt bad. I mean, this guy was screaming and cussing in French and throwing his gloves and just pissed off to no end, you know. So I got back home and I thought, I got to reach out to this guy because we all felt bad, you know. So <laughs> I sent him a card with a team, a turf net team photo in it. I'm sure it's <laughs> just what he wanted. And I sent him a turf net jersey. <laughs> Not to rub salt in the wound, but just as a as an international um offer of you know condolence or whatever. So a few weeks later, or whenever it was, at GIS, I think it was in Orlando that year, this guy comes up to me. I I didn't know who the hell he was. He comes up to me and he's talking to me in French. Huh? He says, Aki, Aki, Aki. And then he then he lifts up his leg and goes like this. I said, Alain. He said, yes. <laughs> so he came and looked me up at the show just to. That's good. I yeah. guess show there were no hard feelings, but yeah. yeah. That Quebec team had a had a former uh NHLer, Danielle Vincelette. I, I remember that. He was a yeah. club. I think JT, they were a club car dealer in Victoriaville, I think. Was that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were a club car. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I mean, that's, you know, you, you talk about uh, the guys coming from everywhere, um, hockey being what it is. Uh, you know, guys would, if they had to go to one event, it seemed like the hockey tournament was going to be the event they went to. I remember. The one year I had a call from the Ontario Golf Superintendents Association, uh, several of their directors, because uh, our hockey tournament was getting very close to the uh, the scheduling of the Ontario Golf Superintendents uh, annual uh, conference. And uh, they said, uh, John, you, you know, we can't have a conflict with these dates because if push comes to shove, 
the, we're gonna the lose. hockey tournament's going to win. We're, we're going to be out of luck. <laughs> Nobody will come to our conference. So. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It was always a, uh, always a uh, sort of thread the needle between GIS and, and the Ontario show. When it, yeah, when it grew, it was you know, when Ottawa got involved because they Ottawa Valley has a show. So it was, and there's a you know big landscape show in, in Ontario that's held in Toronto. So it really became and Michigan. Yeah. Uh, you know, Michigan had a had a show too. So it was really tough to to make that work. You know, it really was. It was a it was a tap dance. It moved a little bit. It really didn't have to move too much, but we 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 always had to oscillate a little bit here and there, you know. So after a period of time, I, um, you moved it up to the four-sheet facility, the Gale Center in Niagara Falls. Um, and at that point, did you, I know you had at least 12 teams. Did you ever have more than that? I think there was 14 one year, wasn't there? Uh, I think we were up to the highest we ever got, I believe, was 16 when we had the whole time teams. Yeah. And uh, we had... Uh, yeah, three three competitive divisions and four old timers teams. Uh, yeah, sixteen for yeah. the one year. Yeah, yeah, we were up to sixteen teams at one point. So um, it was. Uh, <laughs> that's why the uh, the four pad was great um, when they when they first proposed that. I remember Scott and I having a conversation. Said, "Boy, uh, if this thing flies, it's going to be the perfect site for for what we do." And sure enough, uh, it was. Um, it was so, uh, so how many guys do you think we've talked we've talked about this a lot among our core group um how many guys do you think passed through that event over the 25 years or so it's got to be over 2000 i mean you've uh, always got you've always got returnees yeah yeah but say say half of them return every year and you got half new you know, additional guys, it's got to be 2000. We, we well, are certainly, we're certainly over a hundred our, ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I guess when you look at every team and uh, now, you know, we had, um, we had guys that would play on a team and then move to old timers when they got too old. Um, the, uh, the old timers was always a, a bit of a, uh, a troubling thing because uh, guys would commit. And then uh, of course you're, uh, you know, you get a, uh, a tweak here and a, a pain there and all of a sudden you don't want to make the trip anymore. But um, um, yeah, I, I, you know, you're probably right. When you add up the, the numbers over the years, it would be certainly an interesting research thing to, uh, to try and put all the names together. I know there's a few guys who have played in every single one too, which uh, I can't even say that I've done that either. So, well, <laughs> We had the same goaltender for 22 years, Ken Lallier from Great Vermont. Yeah. yeah. Every year for 20. He finally hung it up, and I knew that was the end of our team. That's, that's it. I, 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 I don't think he ever got a win either, did he? Now, wait a second. <laughs> if I remember correctly, that's the first crazy. game we ever played, we played Niagara. Yeah, it was Niagara. And I believe TurfNet was on the top end of that score. And there, uh, was, a, there was a wager. There was a wager made that had something to do with kissing ass or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that uh, it was a it was a large purple butt that uh, mm -hmm. that was going to have to be kissed. <laughs> yes, but that said, remember and this is just a, this is just a testament to how much these guys enjoyed this thing. You know, Peter, one of the things, too, on, on that vein is looking at the friendships that these guys made. Um, you know, I would see it at, at GIS when guys would get together and, you know, guys from, you know, guys from all over the country and they got just step outside their their zone as far as, you know, and, and you'd see them getting together at GIS sometimes and bumping into one another on the trade show floor. And that's to me, that's just great it accomplished you know kind of one of the goals sure kind of get everybody out there and you know make some friends and well, I, one, yeah one of the things that the short guy i'm not talking about you jt the short guy <laughs> from vandenbush irrigation who was the beer man you know the guy i'm talking about yeah uh uh 
He always used to bring the beverages into the into the dressing room oh, after the game. Corey, Corey, Corey uh, yeah. uh, uh, doesn't matter. In any yeah. case, this guy was a fixture at the event for yeah. many years, and he yeah. after every game, it used to be adult beverages he would bring in, and then once things got um, politically correct, I guess uh, became Gatorade and something else. But in any case. I remember being at the show and seeing him coming the other way. Beer man. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughed like hell. I mean, I didn't know his name, but yeah, Corey, Corey Cocco. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think one of Peter's favorite uh things, and I remember it from Fort Erie, was when we had the Northern Ontario team, JT. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, Peter loved the I can't remember his name the superintendent's name, but he, he drove a red pickup truck and it, I can't remember the name of the golf course. All I remember Peter going, where the hell is South Porcupine, Ontario? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was so thrilled about that name. He couldn't get in over those, it. In those, in that same vein, there was another question posed once. Yeah. Now this was in Niagara Falls. And you, you used to post the scores and all the tally sheets and stuff right above the, where that gas fireplace was. Yeah, yeah. One day there's a there's a eight or ten there's eight or ten people <laughs> gathered in front of this thing, this and Scotty and I are in the back of this group, and we're all looking, kind of looking at who won what, what the scores were, who's in place one. And this guy up in the front, he looks around and he says, "Who the f is Turfnet?" Scotty and I looked at each other and we just busted out laughing. And then and then he says, That's my kid. <laughs> it was his son. Remember Jason and Colville played for Team Ontario? That team we had to put together, you know? Yeah. 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 That was Jason. <laughs> Who the fuck is Team Turf now? Uh, oh God. Yeah. That's good. I, I told Scotty, I said, man, you didn't raise him right if he doesn't know who Turfnet is. But <laughs> no, but seriously, get, getting back to um, you know, how much this event meant to certainly the guys on our team, we went five years without a win. We lost 20 games straight, and every it didn't matter. Did not matter. They all yeah. kept coming back. Um, you know. That uh you know, our, uh, I ran the Team Niagara for many years, and uh, we uh, we didn't do very well most years as a testament because Turpnet beat us uh, reluctantly the one year. But um, my it might have uh, been more than once, but yeah. <laughs> it was a my long criteria. time. It was a long time in between. Yeah, <laughs> my criteria for. Uh, picking up players for team Niagara every time, uh, you know, a new sales guy would come in or a new superintendent would move into the region. I'd try and recruit them, but I, I always used to go to shows and uh, I would, uh, somebody would say, Oh, that guy over there plays hockey. So I go over and, and introduce myself. And I say, uh, you know, I run team Niagara and I'm looking for players. And he said, well, I'm not from Niagara. And I said, well, here's our criteria. Are you from Niagara? Uh, have you ever been to Niagara? Can you pick out Niagara on a map? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of niagara yeah <laughs> well the two guys that i always tried to get were jim flett yeah and uh pat o'brien all right who, yeah who uh hyde park in cincinnati right pat yeah. yeah i still keep in touch with pat and i and that's when i and that's where actually where i met him was at the hockey tournament yeah we we chat usually once or twice a year yeah, those were both turfnet guys that I just couldn't get to come over onto the the right side. It was their loss, I suppose. But so um, yes, talk about recruiting. Now another story I had was that th this was I think 2017, 2018. A lot of our core guys, and we had you know six or eight or nine guys that came back every year, and the rest of them we filled in with you know, transients, so to speak, vagrants. Um, but I got eight guys, you know, and this is a month before the event. I think, oh, we can't show up with eight guys. So 
I ran it. I ran it up the flagpole on Twitter. I said, look, we're looking for some guys. All you need to do is to get yourself to Niagara Falls and you're going to be responsible for a shared room for two nights. So it's going to cost you about a hundred bucks Canadian. I take care of the uniforms. I take care of the food. Whatever else other than the late night stuff is, is uh, you know, that's on you. So the next day, or actually it was, so I ran it up up on Twitter in the morning. I get a call about, or an email within an hour, guy from University of Guelph turf program. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I heard that uh, that hockey tournament thing is awesome. We've been trying to get into that. Anyway, you got room on your on your team? I said, Shit, yeah. So you're in. Got off with him. An hour later is another one. And then two hours later is another one. Within 24 hours, I had seven guys from Guelph to fill out the team. Now, these guys come in the next morning. They knew one another. They didn't know any of us. And they were from all over Canada. One of them was from uh, British Columbia. And I'm handing out their jerseys and stuff. And there's one guy, uh, I forget his name. He was the one from British Columbia. He says, man, I've never had a jersey with my name on it before. <laughs> I mean, this was this was big time. But, you know, so for the first, the first game, they were a little timid in the locker room. And that's all it took. You know, by the time we in between games and we play and it, I don't know whether we mentioned this, but we, we would play two games the first day and two games the second day. And they, you know, it was like, uh, you know, one big happy family. One thing that we did toward the end, too, was in, in Niagara Falls. I take the guys after the first game, usually the first day, I take them over to Marcel Dion's Blue Line Diner. Yeah. Now, in case people don't know who Marcel Dion is, he's like the third or fourth or fifth highest scorer in NHL history, I think, isn't he? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. yeah. He's in the Hall of Fame. In any case, um, so he owned this place and he works it. He's in there filling coffee cups and clearing tables and all that kind of stuff. So he comes up to us and we've got 15 guys in there over three tables he says you guys look like hockey players said, well <laughs> that's why we're here but in any case so i said to him i said marcel we're a little late this year you want to play with us this afternoon and deadpans he says yeah, if you got five thousand five thousand bucks i'll play <laughs> But he had quite a place there. He had that whole sort of store with all the memorabilia and whatever you want that's hockey related. He had there. Yeah. yeah. He spent quite a bit of time with us there. Yeah, Peter, it's not it's not there anymore. Yeah, he closed, gone, right? But yeah. um, there was people I'd been for my family. We'd been for breakfast a couple of times on a weekend. And there are literally there are people that drive two hours or so just to have breakfast and go check out that store that he had. Is that right? There was that much, there was that much memorabilia in there. It was incredible what was in there. Yeah, absolutely. We, we had, uh, we had other hockey royalty uh, speak at one of our events. The one year, remember uh, Eddie Shack was. Uh, right. Lord Wittavine brought Eddie Shack down. Yeah. He did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. still have a I still have an autographed uh, Turfnet jersey autographed by Eddie Jack. Yeah, he was another. That was that was our second year, I think. So that must have been two thousand. Yeah, that was in uh, Fort Erie. I remember the. Yeah. Well, I don't remember the night well, but I remember the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Fort Erie. That was Fort Erie. So, just another little anecdote that it, if. It's of questionable taste, but I think it's okay. <laughs> so just an example of some of the characters that we had on our team. And again, the, the beauty of this thing with us was that a lot of the other teams would play together during the winter, you know, on Tuesday afternoons or whatever. Well, this was it for us. This was two days where we saw each other uh, and, you know, played and hung out and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So 
We had two guys from New Jersey, the two Joes, who were a little different. And they took it upon themselves to constantly try to prank the coach. Moi. So they usually involved a variety of um, sex toys. <laughs> and, and this was not... Oh, uh, this this was planned well in advance. They would get together during the year. What are we going to do to coach this year? You know, and they'd order all this stuff in. You know, blah blah blah. So so one one of these apparatuses was about you know long, purple, <laughs> with a suction cup on the end, and it was uh, <laughs> you know silicone, and it kind of waggled if if you did this. So I'd come out come out of the hotel in the morning in Niagara Falls and it's, you know, cold and everything's frosted over. And I go over there. This thing is stuck on the hood of my car, like a hood ornament. <laughs> or it would be stuck to the back windshield of my minivan. So I'm driving down the road and this thing is going like this, right? Oh God. Of course they thought that was hilarious. Well, I figured, all right. They go through all this trouble. I'm going to leave it there for a while. <laughs> then another time, we were the, the first year we went to Niagara Falls. We remember we bunked at the old Stone Inn? Yeah. 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 Well, this was that year. They decided to bring uh, an inflatable doll. <laughs> oh, God, I remember this. <laughs> I remember this one. Oh, yeah. 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 Several orifices. And these guys somehow or another convinced the front desk to that they were me and to give them the give them the key to my room. So they went in. I got I got in that night, and I'm going to get into bed. And here's this friggin' pink <laughs> inflatable doll in my bed. I said, "Okay, all right, I know what's going on here now." So. <laughs> So the next day, I drive over to the Gale Center, and I've got Barbie on, under my arm as I'm driving in the place. And uh, I just take it in the dressing room, you know, under my arm. These guys are in there. They're all going. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, all right, well, what am I going to do with this? So I go over to the sticks that are standing up against the wall. I grab one of them, and I impale Barbie on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and one of our guys Tommy Morris he's dead now but in any case he says coach no that's my stick <laughs> <laughs> and, and that that just went down with uh, just one of those <laughs> crazy I, I think if I recall correctly the, uh, the said toy made it onto the bench uh, for a few games that uh, yeah as that a matter of fact, well. yes, and the the bigger the bigger sheet there with the seats. I think I took it behind the bench on some of them, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we uh, I think we got a bit of a reprimand over that one. <laughs> <Call> correctly, yes. <laughs> all chuckles aside, and all of that. <laughs> what did this What did this thing mean to you guys? I mean, how does this stack up in your, you know, in your lives? <laughs> Well, I'll start. I, um, uh, you know, I was I was bestowed with a uh, one of the the highest honors the Ontario Golf Superintendent Association gives out, and um, <laughs> as, I, as I said in my acceptance speech, it certainly wasn't because I grow great grass that you're giving me this. Uh, it was to do with my involvement in the hockey tournament and other things I do. But um, um, as, as I've always said, I mean, and Scotty, you, you would agree with me. There's a lot more to this business than, than what we do at work every day. It's the relationships you build, the fun you have outside of work. And um, uh, I can't think of anything that I've done that, that Scott and I have done. And we've done a lot of things together uh, over the years, um, you know, golf wise uh, in, yeah. in the hockey tournament for sure. But uh, I can't think of anything that we've done that's been more rewarding than, 
then 25 years uh, being involved with the hockey tournament. Uh, uh, you know, as I said before, my memory is not very good these days, but uh, I, uh, I walk through uh, a trade show now and I get people coming up to me. Uh, hey, John, how you doing? Great to see you, blah, blah, blah. And uh, you have you know, no I, clue who they are. I have no clue, but yeah. They, yeah. they played in the hockey tournament over the years. And mm. um, um, everybody, you know, everybody knows you. <laughs> like I say, everybody knows your name. But um, um, it's 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 I tell you, it's a it's a great feeling to um to have people come up to you and say, Hey, thanks for, for everything you've done. So. And, you know, I'll add to that. I, I think really for JT and myself, it's just, we're, we're sort of the same ilk when it comes to that. And it's, you know, we obviously enjoy each other's company. We enjoy setting this stuff up and, you know, and, and want to, you know, want guys to, to have a good time and, and, you know, get, and it's all about really meeting other people and just trying to get people involved, but get them involved where it's not such a formal thing. And I find, John, you'll I, and Peter, you know this too, is that when you can get, there's a lot of guys in this business that won't, um, and not for, not, not knocking, I'm just saying that don't really want to, you know, when it comes to certain opportunities or education, they won't, they won't say too much. They won't, but you know what, when you get them out of a formal setting, and put them in an informal setting. Uh, just guys will open up a lot more and just talk about different stuff in it. And a lot of the times, you know, you, you, we're in a setting with hockey or whatever, whatever. We could be going to a baseball game. I used to take buses to Toronto to go to Blue Jays games and stuff in that in the turf industry, and it was great. It was a lot of fun. And ultimately, though, you would still end up talking business. And they all do like that. And, you know, some of the things with I won't list all the sponsors. I know Club Car was a big one when we first got started. And, you know, it was to the point where I know JT, we, he talked about it with me that, you know, we actually had a couple of offers from a sponsor that wanted to take the whole thing over as far as their name, their brand, because it was that important to them. You know, as far as far as maybe you know, putting their name on this thing, but they wanted though. And we chose not to do it because we felt that we didn't want to give somebody exclusivity. And, you know, there's been some people, different companies along the way that had supported us. And that's why we did what we did. But I know a lot of people always said, God, it must be so much work. It must be. I don't know. Well, it, once, once, really you get, once you get the four in place, you know, yeah. The biggest, the best decision we ever made was we were, we were like really pushed to do, we always thought about old timers, but we were really pushed to do old timers. The alter that we said, okay, we'll do old timers, but we're not, we're not running. We're not setting the teams up. You got to get somebody to set the teams up and we'll, we'll get the ice for it. And that worked out. Well, that worked out, but I mean, that would have been a lot of, a lot of extra work, that part of it. Yeah. The and, and you made a very good point about uh, uh, sponsors. Um, we've had tremendous sponsorship over the years without ever going after anybody for sponsorship. People come out of the woodwork and say, hey, I uh, heard about this thing. We want to be a part of it. How can we help? And uh, Club Car has been a huge sponsorship right from day one. Uh, Toro. Stop right. Stop right there for a minute. Oh, sorry. One of our guys, one of our guys, and it happens to be one of those wise asses from New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> He's got an imitation of you down. Oh, jeez. And I should get him to do it. I should get him to record that so I can stitch it in this. But oh, he good. takes this from your welcome to the 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 banquet or attitude adjustment thing whatever yep. it was that first night yep. so, yeah. <laughs> i'll see if i can do it some justice i'll oh. say uh, oh thank you for coming out tonight i want to thank club car as our sponsor dave marmelstein uh, we've got uh, turf care for the for the uh for the ice and uh, Vanden Bush irrigation for the beverages, and lastly, grasslands for the pucks. Oh, God, that's yeah, grasslands with the pucks. That was funny. And, and he he would do this every 
every year he'd come up there and he'd do that. Now there's a guy who came the second year, I think. We used to fly from Trent, New Jersey to Buffalo. He was 23, never flew on a plane, never did a lot of things that changed after that, that trip. But I think other than one or two years when he had job interviews, uh, he made the trip. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, but it's it's true. It's like you just it's not work. And when it when it's when you know, yeah, it's just fun. I mean, you know, you make some phone call. I mean, it literally emails, phone calls, it, it came together quick. Yeah. We picked yeah. a date. And, John and, and I have, would, you know, we'd have lunch over it and something, you know, we wouldn't even have to talk too too much about it. Like a, yeah. you know, he'd yeah. do the schedule and we, you know, get the teams together and you know, each team had a captain. So, you know, they, they relied on getting guys. So it really it really became automatic after a while. Really yeah. did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just, you had, we, once we had our list of captains, uh, then, then of course you'd always have some, some guys say, Hey, I'd like to put a team in from here, a team in from there. And if we could make it work, we'd definitely make it work. But uh, uh, yeah, never let any me, cast. Let me, ask you, let me ask you a question, which I'm curious about, you know, we talk about uh, having fun and, getting out, getting away. Um, you know, I've certainly seen, particularly during the, the golf season, that so many guys don't want to leave their properties. Uh, you know, instead of going to meetings, they'll send their assistants or whatever. But I think that particularly since COVID and these lockdowns and stuff, that um, isolation is is still a problem mm -hmm. and i i would i would like to see and i think it is happening in some places to see guys start doing the 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 friday morning meet for coffee kind of a thing with a half a dozen of their superintendents or assistants or whatever from the area to reconnect talk about stuff face to face and then do stuff that's fun. I mean, you know, th this business is is not getting any easier, and the the fun is is uh, more difficult to to come by. I think. What do you guys think? Well, I, I, yeah, doesn't I mean, apply. I, I still, I mean, I still run our local association, and um, you know, I preach that all the time. If you can't. Uh, you know, you're always going to find a reason not to go somewhere. Um, and I just say, I mean, I've been doing that for years. Scott, you're the same way. You, you get your dates, you put them on a calendar and you go come hell or high water because uh, you need to get away that day. The golf course is still going to be there tomorrow. And, um, um, you know, it's, it's tough in today's world to, to get people to, to do stuff like that. And, and that's, I think, you know, has been one of our the big things that we try and do every year is, is get guys together, get them up, get them away from the golf course. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. And I, I, you know, with me now being the, being the old dog, you know, <laughs> at the end of getting near the end of my career, you, there's no question I've seen it change. And most recently, you know, with the advent of, you know, communications and Twitter and email and, you know, society has changed so much now. Everybody wants that instant gratification and it's spilled into not just our industry, but a lot, but in our industry, it's changed it where um, guys feel like they're, they do. I know, and I know they do. The guys feel like they're chained to the place and they, they can't get away. And that's, that's not good. That's really, that's really, and I've even, I've noticed that I, there's no question I've even seen a change, you know, in the last number of years with that, you know, even before COVID, uh, those pressures um, of producing are just, uh, they're subtle sometimes, but to some guys are not, but I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. You gotta just, um, you know, connect. I, I think the biggest thing with that is trying to find, as you say, Peter, maybe just, you know, get together, have a coffee or, you know, something that maybe not doesn't take all day or whatever and, right. and just pick something out and but there and again i can think of a bunch of stuff it's just a matter of getting you know uh getting the, the guys together and getting them out of that i think once once you try something and once you get guys out 
and they get out of there. And even if it's for only a couple hours, then they'll go, hey, this is great. And and there's more likely to do it again. And then you, you know, away you go. As much of a pain in the ass it is thinking about it to get all your ducks in a row so you can you so you can get away once you do it and you have the conversations and, and you renew the friendships and, and you're exactly right it says man that was awesome i don't know why i don't do that more often yeah the the key thing though is you need somebody to organize it and yeah. and that that is uh to me uh, i think you know, we're a dying breed because I, I don't see too many, uh, you know, um, it's it's uh, everybody thinks being involved in an association or doing something like this takes up a lot of time. But that's what, you know, we're saying is uh, we did this for 25 years and it's 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 not a big deal. Once you get things going, uh, if people like what you're doing, they'll uh, you know, they'll 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 make it run just like just like we alluded sure. to. It's uh it doesn't have to be a lot of work, but you got to have somebody that takes that initiative to get things going. So well, you have, guys have passed the torch on to another group who's continuing on mm-hmm. with this uh, with this event. And I <laughs> I happened to notice in one of the uh, I saw the schedule that <laughs> the championship uh, division is named after me, which they should have named. <laughs> the crap division we were i mean i think we went from the b division to the a division once and we quickly retreated yeah that, that the, was our that was our comfort zone the the i guess they they couldn't feel the super senior division so they had to put your name with something so. something huh <laughs> yeah, that's next that's actually that's coming up next week yes it is and 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 you know the that was the the they were going to have a seniors division this year and they we couldn't get enough or they couldn't get enough guys to do it so um, um, they've had to uh, since integrate the senior division back in with the uh, the recreational guys so well since J since JT is basking in the Florida Florida sun right now I'm I'm going to make a before I go I, I leave next Friday but before I'm going to represent the two of us on the 31st I'm going to make an appearance and watch a watch a, a game or two and you know go over to the uh go over to the after after you know festivities and you know kiss some hands and or, you know kiss some babies and shake some hands so to speak well you should i mean that's your yeah. thing you know yeah. you guys well, are and like it, emeritus and it happened it, it happened it, you know it's nice too that i'm only live about 20 minutes from there now so works. the uh as as i uh, as i used to tell everybody they would field this team and say, oh, you know, we, we had a really good team this year and uh, I think we're going to do well. And I would always say, doesn't matter how good your team is, it who shows up on Wednesday morning to play. <laughs> that's, that's lost a lot of championships. Wednesday, Tuesday night has lost a lot of championships. Yeah, it has. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, here's a, a, another story comes to mind. One of those guys from the D.C. area that very first year, he went out on the town. The first night. Can't imagine that. And it got hurt or something the first game. And then we never saw him again. <laughs> For the next day and a half, he just disappeared. I think we know where he was. But, well, you know, one with, without without belaboring this any further, I, I just wanted to tell you, well, number one, um, that first year when I put our team together, I had not been to the tournament before, obviously. And it's it's a good quality Canadian senior men's beer league hockey, right? I mean, yep. that's it's yep. good quality hockey. This is not pond hockey, it's not shinny, it's 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 good stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and there's a range in that good, you know, but but by and large, it's good quality hockey. And so I recruited these guys and I didn't know most of them. I didn't know whether they could skate, whether they couldn't or whatever else, you know. So that first night, this was when the tournament was Monday, Tuesday in in Fort Erie. Well, we got an hour, somehow or another, one of you guys got us an hour practice the first night, Sunday night, 10 o'clock, whatever it was. So we went out and skated, guys had their gear on. 
it almost brought tears to my eyes. Honest to God. After, after so much work to, to put this thing together and reaching out and ordering the jerseys and the gear and, you know, making sure everybody got there. Cause what I also did the first year was I said, I want a check for a hundred bucks. <laughs> and when I see you in Fort Erie, I'm going to give it back to you. Yeah. That's a good call. <laughs> there you go. But in any case, you know, there's there's been a lot of a lot of ribbing and teasing and ball busting and stuff over the years. And uh, just remember that people don't do that with people that they don't like. Yeah, right back at. Yes. <laughs> and uh, you know, seriously, on behalf of all the guys, however many it is, two thousand twenty five hundred guys that went through there, I just want to say thank you to you guys because it's the kind of thing that is is unique and certainly the highlight of everybody's year uh, on our team and I'm sure a lot of the other ones too so there you go well thank you appreciate thank it you. yes uh, much appreciated and uh, and as I said uh, uh, I don't I don't ever get an award for growing grass so wasn't wasn't for this stuff I'd never be recognized <laughs> To me, it's as it's a bigger honor than anything. I mean, right. as far as you know, yeah, I'd rather be honored for something like that than and uh, than whatever I do at the golf course growing grass. But because you know what, it's fun, yeah. and you know what the end result is, and we want people to have fun. We certainly have fun with it. So, hey, spread a little cheer, right? There you go. <laughs> Make some friends along the way. All right, fellas, you'll both have a uh, box of swag coming from our uh, from ourselves and from um, our sponsors, Foley and Air 2G2. It will not be a new grinder <laughs> or an Air 2G2 machine, but uh, nonetheless, uh, appreciate your time, fellas. Everything that you've done, again, thanks again for for all. Do you, do you want me to uh, do you want me to run through our sponsor list for the hockey tournament? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Hit us with it one last time. <laughs> the uh, I think the thing that got me in the most trouble in the uh, when we used to have the Tuesday evening party and I yeah. run through my list and uh, for some reason I I decided I was going to imitate the French team the one year. I think they were ready to take me out back and pound me. Yeah, I remember that as well. Yeah. Yeah. All in good fun. Yes. Well, okay, Mac, thanks, thanks so much, Mac. Appreciate it, and yes. uh, you know your your friendship over all these years. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. It certainly <laughs> has. It so uh, look, enjoy enjoy your uh, days down in the in the southern climbs and uh, successful 2023. <laughs> thanks. Uh, always nice to see you. And, all right. Uh, take, take care, fellas. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thank you.